News of the Times. Historical News Stories. 1820. The story of Catherine Wilson and her shotgun marriage as a man. This story from circa 1820 recounts the five-year span of Catherine Wilson's life dressing herself as a boy and a man and her subsequent shotgun marriage. With the death of her parents, young Catherine, aged 14, is left unprotected and finds she must switch genders in order to survive. Her story is recounted in the broadsides, the single-sheet penny papers that were just in reach to the poorer populations in England at that time. From the broadsides, 1820, Female Footboy, an account of the extraordinary life and adventures of Catherine Wilson, an interesting young woman about 20 years of age, daughter of respectable parents near Perth, who assumed man's apparel at the age of 14 and hired herself to a drover when she came to Edinburgh and got into a respectable gentleman's family as a footboy. But being discharged there, she was compelled to work as a bricklayer's labourer. Here she assumed the name of John Thompson and married her landlady's daughter, Mary Gray, and on Saturday last, Catherine Wilson resumed her petticoats. Catherine Wilson a young woman of the name of Catherine Wilson, a native of Perth, had, it appears, by her own account, assumed the dress of a boy between six and seven years ago. She states that, on the death of her parents, she found herself without protection, and this induced her to put on a suit of her deceased brother's clothes, and in the name of John Thompson, to seek employment in that disguise. She was not quite 14 years of age and engaged herself in service amongst the graziers and about five years ago she came with a drove of cattle to Hallow Fair in Edinburgh where she left the employment of the graziers and was engaged as a helper in the stables of Mr Lawson. She continued in his service until she got promoted to a better situation in the establishment of J. Williams, Esquire, in whose family she continued for two years as groom and footboy. However, given some offence to her employer, she was discharged, and while out of place, she followed job employment as a lumper at Leith and lodged at the house of a woman named Grey. For our listeners, a lumper is a dock labourer who loaded and unloaded timber from ships. It also refers to a fine-grained salt-maker from the practice of moulding salt into lumps. Catherine's Secret Discovered By some accident, this woman, Mrs. Gray, Catherine's lodging-house owner, became acquainted with her sex or gender and terrified the poor wretch. Catherine Wilson, by telling Catherine that she was liable to transportation for having gone about the country in male attire. For our listeners, a sentence of transportation would mean being forcefully taken to one of the colonies to work for a period of years or permanently. Mrs. Gray's daughter, 
Mary Grey. Simultaneously, this Mrs. Grey had a daughter named Mary, who had become pregnant by a butcher of that neighbourhood. The Greys, whose mother and daughter then proposed to this female Catherine Wilson, known as John Thompson, that she should marry Mary and act as father to the child, in order to conceal the shame of the unfortunate Mary and to prevent the compulsory disclosure of the real father. Poor Catherine, under the guise of John, did not relish this matrimonial engagement. She quitted the place and sought employment in Edinburgh. At Edinburgh, Catherine again, under the guise of John Thompson, entered into the service of a bricklayer and learned to carry the hod with much dexterity. For our listeners, a hod was a bricklayer's labourer. But sadly, our hero, Catherine Wilson, known also as John Thompson, is not left alone. With the impending illegitimate birth of Mary Gray's child, the Greys are desperate to find a father for the child and a husband for Mary before the child's birth to avoid the taint and reputational tarnish that would otherwise ensure. Mrs. Gray pursues. Catherine had obtained the goodwill of her master and was doing well. However, Mary's mother followed Catherine to Edinburgh with entreaties and threats, and at last a letter from Mary herself reproaching poor Catherine, known as John, with deserting the object of his seduction, mainly Mary. These letters were sent in such a manner as to fall into the hands of John's employer, who discharged his servant, Catherine known as John, for conduct so depraved. Catherine, as John, found herself unemployed and with the tarnish to what was her good name of John Thompson. Catherine consents to marriage with Mary Gray as John Thompson. Now, being assured that the father of the child of Mary Gray, the hitherto named butcher, would advance a sum of money as an outset, Catherine Wilson, under the guise of John Thompson, at length consented, and the marriage ceremony was actually performed about two years since in the church. Catherine Wilson, as John Thompson, was not very easy or happy in the character of a husband. The promised dowry from the child's real father, the butcher, was never paid, and poor John found it was no easy matter to maintain a wife and a child and a wife's mother into the bargain. Catherine as John left that home being very discouraged. The soon-to-be child, known by the authority as another young Thompson, was about to make his appearance, and the parish officers were very alert in their inquiries after the unhappy John. In these days, in England, the named father was legally financially responsible for their children, even if the child was illegitimate. Otherwise, the support of the mother and baby fell upon the local town government. As far as the authorities were concerned, the financial responsibility for Mary and the child were to the named husband and father, Catherine Wilson, known by all as John Thompson. The broadsides continue. In fact, 
The poor girl, Kathleen Wilson, declares that she would long ago have disclosed her sex had she not been intimidated by the threats of Mary's mother. However, it appears that last week the parish officers had rendered the situation of affairs extremely urgent, and Catherine, having made a countryman of her own her confident that she proclaimed female habipulments, and on Saturday last resumed her petticoats and thus divorced herself from her matrimonial troubles. Catherine Wilson is a stout, short, good-looking young woman and states herself to be in her twentieth year, but probably on account of her laborious and laborious occupation she looks four or five years older. She has gained from all her employers an excellent character for industry, sobriety and honesty. She left this with the intention of going to Glasgow in search of employment among the factories which will be more suitable to her sex. What happened to Mary Gray? We do not know. The papers did not have a follow-up. But be assured, there would have been social repercussions to her and her family from the community. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the story of Catherine Wilson, the girl masquerading as a boy and forced into a shotgun marriage. This has been News at the Times, and I am Robin Coles.